we start we, we will start the episode uh, later with just you introducing yourself that will be the start okay. of the episode that's something that we've been doing that episode just start cold with the guests introducing themselves oh we're starting with the cold introduce now not the uh no no i mean the after after, after the <laughs> after the 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 oh, okay. the music gotcha. you know the the music after the intro music it's just a guest introducing themselves this is a little inner inner question are we still doing the uh people that aren't on doing like a little oh yeah the intro, intro thing yeah are we doing that still we could do it we we'll figured out yeah i didn't do it the 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 time before the other interviews because there was too much good procedural banter to put in there you know but yeah we can have then kyle and stella make the presentation we'll do something yeah all right so um i guess let's do a countdown and then we'll start cool mm -hmm. um five four three two one How's it going, everybody? We got uh, Ty from Lords of the Trident on this week, and we're going to talk about his stuff. Hey, how's it going? I don't know why I told you what I told you, because you didn't know what I said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's, uh, we, got, we got myself, Andrew. Uh, we've got Fernando. Yeah. And uh, Ty, obviously. 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 <laughs> As expected. So we'll kick things off hot and spicy, Ty. What are your uh, top four favorite power metal bands? Oh, no. Hot and spicy already? Oh, man. Yep. Got to start. Got to start it off spicy. Oh, OK, OK. Well, yeah, I guess I guess it depends on, you know, obviously it depends on what everybody, you know, really decides is uh, uh, power metal or not. I don't know. You know, there's a lot of debate on certain bands. Um so I guess, you know, one that's probably cut and dry, you know, it's easy to say, OK, this is power metal. I think uh, Dream Evil probably is in, in my top, you know, or mm -hmm. I would say maybe Dream Evil uh, before the uh, In the Night album. <laughs> so like <laughs> the Dream Evil with like Gus G and Snowy Shaw, uh, okay. I would say, is, is definitely one of them. Um, obviously blind guarding. Yeah. How, how bummed were you when uh, Dream Evil dropped off Prog Power last year? Oh, man. I seriously. Uh, the the last couple of times I came to Prog Power, I came like the first time I came to Prog Power, I came specifically to see Dream Evil. You know, I was like, uh, you know, the rest of the bands, that's cool, but I am going for Dream Evil. Mm -hmm. And and then it, it killed me the first time when they didn't when, you know, they had to drop off. And then, it, you know, they came back again and I'm like, OK, OK, this time, second time's the charm. Right. And then, yeah. Yeah. Again. Oh, man. I was yeah, I, I was really, really devastated. Mm. So. <laughs> our uh, our buddy Mike came all the way from Vancouver for the same thing. Yeah, and then um he had already bought you know his plane tickets and gotten his vacation time off and right yeah tickets. everything was set up exactly and then, and then Dream Evil drops off and he's like well shit he was devastated <laughs> for Mike yeah so Dream Evil uh is definitely I I think Dream Evil is the band that I like I know the most um. I'm actually kind of a newcomer in a sense, I think, to like the metal world. Um, I mean, I've been in it now for, you know, 10, 11 years or something like that. But I, you know, I, I know a lot of people kind of grew up listening to and and like playing uh, power metal and heavy metal in general. But mm -hmm. I actually um, I didn't get into it until like late college. So mm. okay. um, so a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And I just kind of sit and nod in the corner and go like, oh, yes, I like that music as well <laughs> um but yeah blind guardian for sure um you know hansi's uh, amazing um would i don't know would you consider dio to be power metal maybe proto power metal i, don't I know. think we usually toss them in with proto power metal when we like talk about it okay well um, then but it's close it, enough then i'll say then i'll say dio uh man and the last one i, I knew you guys were gonna ask this too and i <laughs> like completely missed everyone this, this i know is, yeah. i like, know signature oh man i'm um hmm all right i'm gonna quickly take out my iphone and scroll through <laughs> it's like oh my god who do i who do i listen to the most here like jesus um 
Man, I don't know. Uh, it's fine. Mine changes like every day. Yeah, it I mean, I've been on listening. My mood, but oh, okay, okay. Here's here's one. Um, I don't know if you, I yeah, I I don't think these guys are specifically power metal. Um, but I do really, really, really like Anthem. Oh yeah, um, I don't know. That's great. Do you guys consider them uh, power that's metal? Uh, heavy metal. Oh, that's yep. the Japanese yeah. band that you Japanese guys were. Heavy metal, yeah. that they just had one an album like two, three, four weeks ago. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. we mostly re-recordings. So, Maybe they're a little bit more on the on the heavy metal side of things. Yeah, but that, um, they count. That's that's great. Okay, okay, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I haven't listened, but um, our little metal community has been talking about them a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, you know, I I really, really, really liked uh, Anthem's um, last vocalist, the one before they had the recent change. I think they changed their vocalist. Uh, I don't know, maybe three years ago. Um, the guy, the the vocalist, as I understand it, left to do like anime specifically huh. like just to be uh an anime opening you know guy and uh yeah and and i and i, I miss him because man his, his voice was something else but um the new guy's good too i feel like there's yeah. a lot of money in anime openings uh yeah mm-hmm. like Depending if you're good you are yeah there is yeah so yeah so there you go <laughs> <laughs> all right sounds good that's great that's great so that's our first insight on our very special guest, Ty. <laughs> and maybe a lot of our listeners might know him by virtue of being the vocalist from the band Lords of the Trident. And maybe some others might know him for being part of the organization or the guy that runs Mad with Power, right? The festival. That is correct. And some other people might even know me for uh, being the vocalist for uh, Raptor Command, the power metal tribute to Elon Musk. <laughs> oh, that's you as well? Wow. Yeah, that's, that's me. That's yeah. me. <laughs> Did that actually happen? Did you finish that? Oh, heck yeah, I finished it. Yeah. Well, dude, okay. I finished my parts like months and months and months ago. I, you know, I, I don't know. I, it, this, this album was, I'm, was not my baby kind of a thing. You know, when, uh-huh. when the, like with the Lord stuff, you know, I'm, I'm on things and I've got release dates and, and, uh, I, I'm pretty, you know, I, I I take everybody down to the grindstone. I said, okay, we're gonna get this done. We're gonna get this done. Um, the Raptor Command was I was just brought in to do to do vocals, and and the guitarist is a friend of mine. Um, and so I wasn't you know kind of behind the wheel as much on that one. So I got my parts done, and I've been kind of I was poking him for months. I'm like, hey Max, where, are we gonna? Or is it what, what's going on? Come on, buddy, we got to do this. So, um, but you know, yeah, it's finally out. Um, you know, they flew me out to LA and we did some, did some music videos, uh, what, man, like a couple like a year ago, maybe year and a half ago, something like that. Uh Um, and I edited those together and, and did some effect work for that. Um, but yeah, the album's finally out. It came out a couple months ago and I'm really happy with the result. It's, it's weird. Um, because all the rest of the albums that I've been involved with, um, I've been like really involved with the mixing and the mastering and just like making all the little decisions uh-huh. and I've never really had an album where I just kind of like sang my parts, sent them off. And then I, you know, just like, wait. Mu- eight, yeah. Like eight months later, I got a, a finished, you know, version with, with nothing in between. So mm. it's like, well, I hope the mix doesn't suck. It's like, <laughs> but yeah, thankfully everything was, it was good. That must be relaxing though. Not having to like worry about every step of the way, just, I guess it, you know, yeah, it done was. and then get the result whenever it's done. Yeah, it, it was in a sense. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit of a um, I'm a bit of a control freak with some of those things. Uh-huh. So it, it was relaxing on one hand, but it was also kind of stressful on the other because I know a lot of people who are Lords fans uh, pledged like to the Kickstarter, and um, oh, and, because and it was you. Yeah, because it yeah. was me, and and I think they're used to, at least on my side, right? They're used to getting stuff pretty immediately you know we we only run a kickstarter like when the album's done and we're going to be releasing it in like three months kind of a thing mm. so yeah so i guess that that was kind of a little part of the stress of of the whole thing was like letting everybody know like yeah uh, you know i mean we're 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 still waiting we're still it's still going but you know could be a little bit so well that's uh that's cool that's great yeah but anyway yeah to circle back uh i also run uh Madith power festival uh, and this year is our third year for the fest. It is a power metal uh, arcade game and pinball uh, festival that's run uh, out of Madison, Wisconsin, which is where I'm from. Um, and uh, yeah, we had a really great year last year. Um, this year is like easily our biggest lineup 
ever. Yeah, you guys are stacked this year. You got yeah. The theocracy, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. That's like yeah. the holy grail of U.S. power metal right now. <laughs> or North yeah. American power metal. I mean. It, yeah, I'm 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 very stoked to have them on. Um, you know, they've they've been really nice guys. Their management has been fantastic so far. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and you know, I'm I'm looking forward to Helium Prime and Judicator. I've seen Helium Prime you know, a couple times, uh, and I've never seen Judicator. Uh, but you I know. neither have I. They they <laughs> live. Tony lives an hour and a half south of me. Wow. And they don't and, play here. Yeah, I mean, like they don't play Biner. much at all, do they? <laughs> and they don't have a a full live band, I don't think, right now, right? They're short a lead guitar, I think. Uh, maybe. Yeah, they might I, have a I, session guy. Yeah, um, but I've I've known John for a long long time, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, to seeing seeing those guys live. I'm I'm looking forward to meeting John just as much as seeing Judicator live for the first time. Yeah, me too. Because um, yeah. I've never met John, and he's the guy that got Hansi on for us. Oh wow! Okay, so yeah. like I feel like I owe him like a beer or something. <laughs> at least, yeah, yeah. at least one beer. At, le- at least a beer. <laughs> well, when you're at the festival, you can, um, you know, you can you can buy him a a festival mead. We've got a mead Ooh. that's going to be on tap oh. called Mad with Power. Ooh. Um, which I feel like I lo- I feel like I missed an opportunity there. I could I should have called it Mead, mead with, with power. power. Yeah, Mead with yeah, Power. Yeah, see. Um, but uh but yeah, it's it's awesome. It's um it's a a mead that's been uh handcrafted by a local meadery here. Uh and it's a tamarind, uh black currant, and cranberries, and it's sparkling. Uh it's, it's a been, sparkling mead. Yeah, it's been Ooh. one of their top sellers for probably the last, I don't know, two years, three years, something like that. So yeah, I'm really happy with it. That sounds nice. I've, it's really I've only... weird walking into a grocery store, though, and like seeing your big dumb face on a bottle of alcohol. You know, <laughs> like like I'm walking down to like my local grocery store and I like turn the corner and it's like there, there's my big dumb face on like nice. the alcohol aisle. It's just weird. <laughs> and I see that besides uh, the bands that you're going to have on the on the festival, Theocracy, you you guys, Helium Prime, Judicator, Fiacra, Novarain, and Widow, you have. Shang Tsung himself in there. Yeah, yeah. Shang Tsung is going to come to steal our souls. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great. That seems like a great a great guest given the the arcade side of the whole affair. Yeah, um we so so the Baron and I were uh, he's he's the guitarist uh, in the band, one of the guitarists. Um we go to this thing every year, uh, Midwest Gaming Classic. It's a uh, arcade uh like convention. Uh, specifically for rare and classic arcade games and things like that. And uh, we ended up meeting him like by accident a couple <laughs> years ago. Um, the Baron was he was doing this uh, this like video game style kind of like he, he was pl- he was playing uh, video game music on his guitar while this podcast that we we hang out with called Guys, Games and Beer while they were doing like a Jeopardy sort of a thing in mm. the bar area. Uh, and so, you know, the, the question would come up and he'd play a little 30 seconds of something. And, uh, and so this dude, right. Was, was hanging out at the bar, having a couple drinks and, and was just like, after the Jeopardy thing was over, was yelling at, at the Baron. He was like, Oh, play, you know, play boys of summer, play, you know, play, uh, free bird play, you know, just yelling things out. And, and he hit every single song that, that the guy yelled out. You know, and and the next day he was telling me about this, like, yeah, there's this dude at the bar and he just came up to me. And he kept yelling things at me and I just kept playing them and blah, 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 blah. And the next day it was, um, you know, go into the room and meet the Mortal Kombat actors uh, part of the, the thing. And we walked in the room and his jaw just dropped because the dude that was yelling at him the whole time was sitting there and it was Shang Tsung and we had no idea. <laughs> That's great. And so we walk up and he's like, hey, you're the guitar guy. And we're like, uh, hi, Mr. Shang Tsung. Nice to meet you. <laughs> That's great. But yeah, so we we became friends and and so yeah, he's coming, he's coming to the fest and it's gonna be a good time. Amazing. Amazing. Sounds like a great fest. So maybe we can talk about a bit about this like we have just went a bit over all the stuff that you do. Like you're on a ton of stuff. Uh-huh. So we have this question. Are you a wizard? How do you have time for all <laughs> of this? I get that a lot, actually. You know, I, or, or somebody says, um, when do you sleep? You know, and I say, 
Never, you know, I'm sponsored by Red Bull or something like that. <laughs> Not sponsored but, by Red Bull. Disclaimer. Um, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Although, you know, I'm open to the, I, I drink enough of it that I'm open to the idea of, you know, if Red Bull's listening, I mean, just, you know, give me a call. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think, I think uh, I am just a person that, um, that likes to stay busy almost all the time. You know, mm. I like to have a couple things uh, brewing. At, at any given moment. Um, and I think that especially nowadays, you know, to to even consider making a living in the music industry, you all you really have to diversify and you really have to, you know, not put all of your eggs in one basket. Hmm. So for me, um, it's important that, you know, I, I, I do the Lord stuff and I also do, you know, video stuff on the side and we build up our YouTube channel and I also am you know running this fest it's sort of like having my fingers in in, in enough pies where i can you know if, if one starts to get hot that's that's the one i'll take you know kind of mm-hmm. a thing i don't know that, that's a bad analogy i suppose but <laughs> mm-hmm. it's uh it's one of those things that you have to nowadays especially you really do have to try just about everything and just kind of see what see what works and stuff like the festival you know I, I, like i ran into you guys at prog power but stuff like the festival kind of piques the interest of different types of people who may never have heard of Lords of the Trident or, you know, maybe any of these other bands Mm -hmm. if we didn't, if we weren't putting this on or, you know, another, a great example is that recently we sat, we did a collaboration with another YouTube channel that does like reaction videos. Right. And so we sat down and we did metal bands react to pop. And for some reason, you know, the the holy Google reached down its uh, glistening finger and blessed <laughs> that video. And then, boom, you know, it yeah. it went into the suggested tab of everyone. It's almost got a million views right now. Whoa, that's wow, great. Really? That's great. And we we probably made just in streaming and sales and and like digital, you know, digital related stuff. We probably made close to twelve hundred dollars just on that, just from the influence of that one video. Right. So it, it's I think it's it's really important to as a band nowadays, especially to, to think about, OK, what are my skills and how can I, you know, how can I diversify things? How can I be everywhere? And uh, I think uh, it just takes a lot of work to do it. There's no real easy answer. So I, I I'm just lucky that I'm a guy that that really enjoys doing a bunch of stuff all at the same time <laughs> and never sleeping. So, yeah. So, yes, I am kind of a wizard. I can I can speak to that how hard it is. We're trying to diversify what we're doing a little bit, right? And it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, like even just trying to stay relevant on like Facebook, right? Like the easiest oh, yeah. part. It's a pain in the ass to come up with something to post like every day or every other day. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, my shelves are filled with books on like music business and and uh, social media. And stuff like that, specifically because I ran into that problem of like, oh, crap, like I got to think of something to post. So I, I you know, mm-hmm. go to these uh, go to these books and try to grab some info from them and try to figure things out. So, <laughs> But yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it's a little bit easier for us than with a traditional with like a band, because, you know, we can always just go find some old album from, you know, 15 years ago and write a blurb on it and put it up. But it's still a pain in the butt. Oh, absolutely. Just to to think, what are we going to do? And if we were more professional about it, we'd probably plan it out like two weeks in advance every time. Sure. sure. But that's even more of a pain in the butt. Yeah. Yeah. We we do plan some stuff. Come on. (laughs) We do plan some stuff. We're not that bad. But we don't plan everything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like this week, we did that cool album of the month thing. Yeah. That that was great. I enjoyed that. I think people enjoyed that as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We'll make sure to revisit that. And that's, that's part of the thing now, like if you're making music or something like anything that's creative in nature, you have to learn how to be your own community manager, how to be, you, you need to learn marketing besides whatever else you are actually doing. Otherwise you're just dead in the water most of the time. Yeah. Well, and not only that, but you also have to learn, you know, 
essentially management and you have to learn Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people, myself included, right? You have to learn how to record and mix and EQ your own albums and, and how to, you know, film and edit and add effects to your own videos and stuff like that. Because, you know, I mean, none of us have money, right? I mean, (laughs) it's, it's, uh, you know, I think I think you either you either figure out really fast how to look up the thing, you know, the tutorial that you need to figure out on YouTube or you need to be like super loaded to make this whole thing work. Um, and so, yeah, I, you know, there's a lot of bands out there that are just kind of especially younger bands um, that that get caught in this because they're just kind of spinning their wheels because they think, oh, you know, I'm going to I'm going to put out an album. And I'm going to and somebody's going to hear it and then it's going to get successful and I'm going to be able to make a living off of doing, you know, mm. just making this album once every two, three years. Yeah. And it's like, it just doesn't work like that anymore. Yeah, that's the so, old dream. That's yeah, that's not the thing currently. Yeah. So then um, to, to piggyback off of that, you guys are mostly Patreon funded at this point, right? Yeah. I mean, I would say, you know, 90 percent of our operating costs just kind of as a business are are handled uh by patreon right now and and we're continuing to grow that and continuing to make um content for patreon um or to lead people towards the patreon uh with the idea that eventually if we can you know build it big enough and we can get the the number per month high enough that you know one or maybe two of us can quit our jobs and do it full time um and and so you know that's that's the that's the current hope and dream is that you know or at least maybe at least one of us can go down to part time and work part time on lords and part time on a regular job or mm-hmm. something like that um but we we are you know so we have this this europe um tour coming up at the end of september uh and that was actually all funded 100% um or will be funded 100% by by the money coming in from patreon so it's really huge uh for for us right now and for just bands in general i think the the direct funding model is the way that things are going to be going in the future um which it it brings up an interesting point about kind of the state of the industry in general because you know you or i i mean any 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 person involved with music any person involved with you know podcasts about music or anything like that um you can take a specific genre and you can list out the bands you know that that would fill stadiums and auditoriums and that people would travel for miles and miles around to see you know but almost all of those bands if you really think about it are you know 20 30 years old at this point um and and with the state of the music industry uh, as it is we're not we're not replenishing those bands essentially there's not there's not you know there's the next metallica is not is not coming up anytime soon you know we're not going to see that again i don't think but I think what we will see and what might be even a cooler sort of a future is that we're going to see a lot of mid-tier bands that are, you know, just eking out a living off of making their music, but things get specialized and the, the music and the content that they're making um, speak to a very specific, very small subset of people yes. that are supporting them directly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, it's easier than ever to find the sound that you're looking for right now. You just oh, have yeah. to put in the time to, to find it. Yeah. And I think that's cool when somebody can find a band and and, and in, in essence, a lot of Mad With Power kind of started from that idea where, you know, there, there's there's all these kind of like uh, low to mid tier bands out there um, that are just amazing, you know, just incre- putting out uh, incredible, incredible, incredible music. And they're just not being found or or, you know they're they're not as big as maybe like i think they should be (laughs) sort Mm -hmm. of a thing you know and they're getting ignored by a lot of the bigger festivals even the festivals that are within our own um genre essentially uh and so uh you know that that was one thing that kind of that was the impetus behind starting mad with power was sort of this this spite of like you know yeah, nobody's paying attention to these bands like i gotta do something about it (laughs) sort of a thing um but yeah, you know, so so it's it's cool that that people will that that the future of it is, is that there'll be these, you know, everybody's going to be a mid-tier band and your fans will support you directly and you'll have a like a really close pipeline to these people that are, you know, are diehards for you. Um, I, I think that's really neat. You know, 
it's it's not quite the same sort of dream, right? As the whole, oh, we're gonna go around and play stadiums and you know uh, drive our our Ferraris into the hot, you know, into the hotel pool or mm-hmm. anything like that. <laughs> but it's it, it's a little bit more of like an intimate dream. You know, you, you really get to know your fans. You really get to know them as people, as friends. Um, and they support what you're doing because they love it. Um, not because it's trendy, not because, you know, 50 of their other friends are going to the, the stadium too. You know, it, it's, it's, it's kind of cool that way. You know, I don't have any friends in Arizona that go to shows with me. <laughs> so I I definitely vibe with that. Yeah, I go to every show alone, and it's all right. Hmm. I, I yeah. recognize faces. I'm never going to learn their names, but I recognize faces at shows now. <laughs> I'm terrible with names too. I'm just like same, you know. Hey, dude. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Well, I mean, I think I think that small band mindset is. I think that's really what's what was the impetus. I think for powerful honestly uh-huh mm-hmm. maybe not explicitly but we we were just talking i think our first episode was just talking about a bunch of small album reviews right it was well the, the yeah the first polished episode started with both big news and smaller bands that like i i joined you guys like two three years ago just chatting and I didn't know like 80% of the stuff that I listen to now just because of you. And there's a lot of people that maybe just because Evan is not tied to a multi-million marketing worldwide campaign that people don't hear about them. And, and it's great to be able to talk to someone that tells you, hey, I listened to this great album and you listen to it and hey, this is great. How did you find this? So oh, I checked it on Bandcamp and it came out in the power metal section. And and you want to share it because more people should listen to this and maybe you can give someone a new band that they didn't know even could exist that say, oh, this is my favorite now. And it's great that we can do that and share all these bands that maybe fly under the radar of a lot of people, just maybe based on where they are located or what people they hang out with. They just don't talk about small bands. Right, right. And how cool is it when you can when you can introduce somebody to like their new favorite band of all time? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, yeah, that's such a cool feeling, right? <laughs> Definitely. Um, and there are just so many phenomenal local to like regional level bands out there yep. that are just being sleeper hits right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And we try to help with that and share them and and, you know, maybe reach more people than they would just by themselves. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and, and, and to that end for everybody listening out there, uh, go check out my boys, mega Colossus. Um, they just came out with a new EP and it is absolutely crushingly good. Like just insanely good. Uh, mega Colossus. Go check them out. I, I think you guys, have you, have you guys heard them before? Nope. Nope. Never. Oh, but we will go check them out. You guys will love <laughs> I'll, it. They're, I'll listen to it tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. For fantastic sure. stuff. So I think we're going to do our next. Um, so we, we we usually do like a little mini tour with them once a year, um, or at least we go down kind of in their neighborhood. They're from North Carolina, um, which speaking of, it's weird, like uh, a lot of the North Carolina scene uh, that we've experienced. There's a lot of really good, like small power metal bands down there, down in kind of like the southeast United States. It's so weird. It's like. They're they're all in this one area, you know. It's like Mega Colossus and Nightmare and Walpurgis and Twisted Tower Dire. It's like all of these people are Paladin. just like Paladin, yeah, yeah, right over in Atlanta. They're they're all in this, you know, kind of three state radius. It's like, hey, share share the love a little bit, guys. Please come on, you know. It's, <laughs> it's all we have in Wisconsin is cheese and like shitty death metal, basically. Oh, we don't have <laughs> anything like, out here in Arizona. Uh, we've got yeah. we got Judicator, yeah, and yeah. then we've got a cool prog band. That I, I go to most shows for, but that's about it. Yeah, um, but th- those guys are great. We're gonna probably be doing. I think we're gonna be doing um, the next time we do Europe, maybe in 2020. We're gonna probably go with them. So this this time we're going with the Sound of Thunder. Mm. All right. So then let's uh, let's backtrack a little bit. Do you want to tell All us right. about how uh, Lords of the Trident started? Yeah. So you know. Um, 
<laughs> so it, I'll give you guys I'll give you guys the real story. You know, normally when I do interviews, right, I'm, I'm all in character as Fang von Rathenstein. Hmm. Uh, and I say that we started at the beginning of time in a volcano, right? When wow. it erupted uh, full of uh, uh, metal and steel. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, makes sense. Oh, yeah. You, you got to get metal both. and steel. Otherwise, yeah, you're course. not true. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, like so. So Aki. Um, AKA Asian metal. He and I were, were roommates in, uh, we were friends in college and we ended up being roommates junior year of college. And, uh, we met in the Japanese program. And so he, um, we, we, we were in this tiny dorm room, right? And we had our computers kind of back to back. And I was in an, like an alternative rock and funk band at the time. I was kind of like Pearl Jammy, Red Hot Chili Peppers kind of stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, so he'd be studying and he'd be playing, you know, like Iron Maiden and, and I'd be I'd hear it and I'd be like, hey, Aki, what what is that? You know, what what song is that? And he's like, oh, it's it's the Trooper by Iron Maiden. I'm like, huh, Iron Maiden, huh? All right. OK. You know, and then a couple a couple minutes later, he's like, hey, which one's this one? Oh, that's uh, that's Judas Priest. Oh, man, I think I like Judas Priest. That's pretty good. All right. <laughs> you know, and so I, I sort of got into heavy metal via osmosis you know just kind of sitting next to him and sort of absorbing that mm. um and because you know for me and i think for a lot of lay lay people you know people who are not into metal at all you say metal you know you, even if you say power metal right the the word metal is very gives it gets a very visceral reaction people think it is you know a bunch of dudes with super long hair and you know jackets with pointy guitars uh, screaming into a microphone and they're all angry at their dads and they're like Wah! Yeah, you know? like that's what when you say metal, that's what people stereotypically think. Um, but, you know, you or I or anybody sort of in in the know knows that metal is probably one of the most varied, you know, base genres that's out there. I mean, you have everything from like, you know, hair metal, which is, you know, might as well be, you know, top 40 rock radio all the way to like, you know, black and crusted, crusted core, whatever, which is, you know, unlistenable. <laughs> like, like clanging sounds you know like but but all of that is is considered metal um and so i think i really think there's there's a subgenre out there for everybody you know no matter no matter how milk toast they are we'll say um but but uh we so so he he got me into more of like the traditional heavy metal the iron maiden judas priest dio um side of things and he also really liked 80s heavy metal and kind of by that through that, I also got into the more power side of things because I was always a big, you know, kind of operatic, classical, theatrical sort of nerd. And, you know, D&D and all that sort of stuff. Classic um, nerd. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So one night, so Aki was uh, playing guitar and um, I was a guitarist as well. And we, we ended up finding just you know and this is the this was the early days of facebook you know back when it was only the people who were in the colleges that could be on so we so we found this guy who is in the next dorm over and he ended up being like from my hometown and he was just maybe a a year younger than i was you know so i, I didn't know who this guy was but this dude was like insane on guitar uh aki saw him play and like his jaw dropped. I mean, like this guy could literally play just about anything. Um, and so they got, they would get together and, you know, he was starved for people that could keep up with him on guitar because there was nobody in, in college that could do it. And Aki was like the closest person, you know, and Aki will still say that, you know, Oh, I, I, I can't play as good as he can. It's like, well, y you know, it, maybe yes, maybe no, there are different styles. Right. But you can keep up. So we, so one night they're sitting in the dorm room, they're playing stuff. I'm playing a you know video game on my computer and I get this tap on the shoulder and Aki goes, hey, uh, Ty, uh, we came up with this riff. And, and I guess I was wondering, can can you record this like on your computer somehow? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> so we we found a, you know, an old audio interface that worked over USB. We found a, an old microphone and we spent probably the next like four or five hours like you know, fiddling with knobs until we could get this thing to actually work on the computer. And we recorded like the first maybe minute and a half of this, this track that we were, that we were called all kind of writing together. Um, and, and it was like one in the morning. Right. And, and they go, okay, okay. I think we got it. 
it, it's going to need some vocals. And Aki goes, hey, Ty, you, you can do the whole like Wah! kind of a thing. Right. And I'm like, I, uh, I think so. Maybe. I don't know. You know, and um, and so he you know, he, they set the microphone up and they're like, oh, just just sing something. I said, well, what do I sing? And they're like, uh, anything. And they hit record. You know, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> right. No pressure at all. Right. And um, and and I and I basically just looked over to the corner of like our DVD section and we we would always just for laughs. Right. We would watch um, Manowar Hell on Earth three because um, I ended up picking that up like on a goof a long time ago. And I just thought it, I thought Manowar was like the most tongue in cheek, hilarious thing ever, <laughs> you know, just like watching that their their concerts. Oh, my God. So hilarious. So so I'm like I was channeling Manowar at the time, you know, and I'm like, yeah, through the night, through the dawn of time, you know, and just kind of like whatever came out of my brain at one in the morning. The Manowar thing, too. The Manowar. Yeah. The, the whole Manowar know? vocals thing. Yeah, exactly. And um, and, and we did it in one take uh, because the 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 RA, the, the house fellow dude came by and said, like, you guys can't be screaming into a microphone at one in the morning. <laughs> so. Um, so we did it in one take and and uh, and and those lyrics are still the lyrics to that song to this day. Like somehow it worked. I don't know how um, Which song is that it's 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 a song off our first album. It's called The Virgin Vault. OK, um, <laughs> I, I was just looking at the track listing and I'm like, is it is it the Virgin Vault or the Barbarian yep. Horde? I can't I can't tell yet. <laughs> so. Um, uh, so, you know, we 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 had so much fun doing that just just fiddling around with guitars and tones and figuring out you know making terrible shitty recordings in the dorm room uh that you know we said like hey same time next weekend and we basically got together you know on like friday nights and we would just dick around and write songs and record them um and it was just me and aki and and brian um or aka brian one because we have brian two is in the band he's the baron um (laughs) So, uh, so we, you know, we did this for a while and I was still in, in this other band, this alternative rock band. Uh, and we did this for a while and we were just kind of like a little recording project. We put things out on, on Facebook and just, you know, ask people what they thought and people seemed to dig it. I don't know. Um, but it, it, you know, it was always kind of a side thing. So, so my super senior year, right. I did a little victory lap cause I, I did a triple major, uh, at, at college. Like I said, I like to stay busy. Right? Whoa. <laughs> But um, my super senior year, right, the the my main band uh, that I've been playing with for the last you know five years, the alternative rock band, they were kind of breaking up because we were all going our separate ways. Um, and and I didn't have anything to do over uh, over the summer. So I, I said to Aki, you know, and Aki and I hang out constantly. He's my best friend. Um, I, I said to Aki, I'm like, hey, you know, do you want to maybe like put together a couple Lords of the Trident? shows like over the summer just for fun you know like we'll just find a bassist we'll find a drummer we'll just play like three shows and we'll just you know just just do it for goofs and he's like sure yeah whatever um so we found a bassist and a drummer (laughs) and uh uh we you know we 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 finished up actually you know through these like little home recordings and stuff i had learned a lot about recording and we finished up a full album and we decided, OK, let's play like, you know, we'll play like four shows and we'll do like the third show will be our like our, our album release or whatever. So uh, we got together and and I was all about right. The whole, OK, let's do fire and explosions and like costumes and axes and swords and, you know, let's out man of war, man of war. Right. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um you know, it's and the rest of the guys were they were a little bit timid about it. I would say I would say they, they weren't really super on board, but I, I convinced them. Right. And uh, by our third show. Uh, and I, I still don't know how this happened. I honest to God don't know how this happened. But we we did our, our, our CD release at this place called The Frequency, which had opened up maybe a month before here in Madison, Wisconsin. And the capacity of the frequency was like 100. Uh-huh. Right. We had 150 people crammed into that place um, and and they were singing our lyrics. And I don't know how. Right. Because like we hadn't even released the album. It wasn't out digitally. Like it was just people that maybe were passing things around on Facebook. I don't you know, I have no idea how this works. Jeez. But that was like way more people than I had ever played to uh, in my alternative rock band. You know, so we were down in the basement of the frequency, like after the after the show. 
which is supposed to be show three of four, right? And I'm looking at the guys going like, so uh guess we keep going? Yep. <laughs> and and they and they said yes, and you know, ten ten years later, here we are. <laughs> well, that's great. That's a that's a great story. Uh, that's, that's a good moment. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That moment when you realize, hey, what, all these people, they are just going on with my songs. Really? Is this like yeah. an elaborate joke or? <laughs> it was super weird, you know, like, uh, yeah, and it, it, it still is like it's still it's a little less weird now when people are, are singing the lyrics and singing along. But, you know, it, it still is. It's it's still that that cool, you know, that cool feeling of of like, oh, man, these people like know my music and they know what I've created and they they can they sing along to it and they really like it. We've we've uh we've got like three people who have Lords of the Trident tattoos. Jeez. Uh, Whoa. Which are that is let me tell you, that is weird. That's like that like we can never suck. We can never <laughs> ever suck. You know? I would feel so bad if we sucked. So like, yeah. <laughs> so that that that's that's totally weird too. So uh where did the name Lords of the Trident come from? Uh, I get this question all the time and, and, and I don't like, honestly, I, it was, it was, uh, it's not a game of Thrones thing, right? No, no, it's not. And that's the thing. I get that all the time too. You know, a lot of people are like, Oh, it's game of Thrones reference. And I wish that was it, you know, it would be, that would be a cooler story, but it was, it was that first night, right? It was, it was probably two 30 in the morning and we were, we were mixing down the track and we were getting ready to, to send it out to, to Facebook. Right. And we were making an MP3 out of it, of that first track that, you know, the, the RA came in and said, like, you guys can't scream and you guys can't scream die at the top of your lungs into a microphone at one in the morning. You can't you can't do this. People try to sleep. Right? It was that track. And and uh, the the you know, on the on the MP3 tags. Right. We had the name of the song, but the artist was just kind of like sitting there blank and just kind of staring into our faces. And, mm. we, and I asked the guys, I'm like, what do we what do we what do we call this? Like, we can't just call it like Ty, Aki and Brian. That's kind of lame. Like, we got to, you know, it's got to be something grandiose. And like, you know, you know, we've got to out Manowar Manowar, right? You know, we've got to got to make it big and powerful. Um, and uh, and they're like, nobody had any ideas. And they're like, well, you, you, you know, make up something. And it was, I don't know, it was 2.30 in the morning and my brain was in a weird place. And I'm like, uh, Lords of the Trident Unite. And so we called it Lords of the Trident Unite for the longest time. Um, and I think maybe it was like subtly, you know, subconsciously influenced by the fact that there were three of us. So, you know, Trident, I don't uh -huh. know. Um, and then, uh, we were going by Lords of the Trident Unite for a while. Um, but then we, after like the second or third show, we realized that people were just saying, you know, oh, going to Trident practice or, you know, Lords of the Trident or blah, blah, blah. They, like they were leaving off the Unite part, um, normally. So, so we're like, yeah, we should probably get rid of it. It's too long. Um, and we were we were going to call our like our third album Unite. Um, and I still want to call an album Unite, you know, just kind of as a throwback. But nobody seems to like that. idea. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll do a little side project and call it Unite or something. I don't know. So, yeah. So it's like it, I don't have a cool I don't have a very good story of the the odyssey of the name. But, uh, you know, it is what it is, I guess. Hmm. It's a cool name. It, mm -hmm. it works. It works. It works and it conveys the final product, I, I guess, very well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely the uh definitely the stage aesthetic gets convenient. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I'm excited to see you guys live. I'm sure that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, the nice thing is is that the so the high noon um is where we're having the, the festival here in Madison, Wisconsin. And this is the first year we're having it at the high noon. Um, because last year we, we would have it at this uh, smaller venue, not not super, not very much smaller, like maybe 50 person capacity difference. Right. But we but we came 20 people away from selling it out last year. And it was, you know, people were crammed into the into the venue last mm -hmm. year. So we moved it to a little bigger space, a little higher ceiling, <clears throat> that kind of thing. But for the longest time, um, they wouldn't allow us to do any pyrotechnics uh, at the high noon because the person who owned the high noon <clears throat> um used to own this other venue that was a very famous venue in madison called okay's corral which a lot like a lot of really famous bands in the 90s would tour through and play at like pearl jam and red hot chili peppers and dave matthews band i mean like they all played okay's okay's and the place burned down 
<laughs> so, yeah. you know, I understand, you know, she was a little skittish about having fire in her new place, which I completely get. Right. So for, I don't know, maybe three or four years, we, we would play the high noon, you know, on occasion, but we'd, we wouldn't be able to do fire. And finally, after, you know, many, many years of getting to know her and her getting to know me, she finally went, OK, all right, I've seen your fire in other venues. Uh, I think we'll we'll give it a shot. Is so there a pyrotechnics? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have a we light our microphones on fire. We've got a guitar oh, that lights on fire. Um, we've got Sweet. a we've got a Kevlar chain whip that we soak in kerosene and we like whip uh, out across a crowd. and It sends a big like fireball out. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, dude? <laughs> yeah, um, I have a I have a sword that I line with um, a sparkling cannon fuse and then we light it on fire and it just like shoots out sparks everywhere like for you know a good two minutes straight during a song Whoa. um what else there's there's a yeah we got a, we, we don't we get do a lot much of pyrotechnics up here in, yeah well in you know, we we do a lot of we, we we like to stand out from the crowd yeah you know? we like to differentiate exciting. ourselves i hope other people <laughs> are doing pyrotechnics as well I, yeah me too that'd be great yeah um so pyrotechnics that's that's the core of your set that's what I'm getting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our music sucks. It's just all pyro, basically. Perfect. <laughs> it's a spectacle. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and I, I, I try to, you know, I uh, before I started the band, very shortly before I started Lords, um, I went out and saw, I don't know if you guys have heard of or are familiar with the band P. Lander Z. They're like a, a punk band, like a noise punk band from Japan. Mm, no. No, That's probably not. Okay. Well, they, they, you know, they're, they're noise punk, so they're like, they're not exactly the, the 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 most easy listening band, you know, we'll say, mm -hmm. um, especially live. Like they're very loud. And they're very, you know, gritty and stuff like that. But um, their stage show, man, is is insane. They all have color matching outfits. They they do just like they have like a giant tentacle monster come out on stage and they fight it with their guitars. They have uh, their, their merch person dress up like a bowling pin and they, and they, you know, do like human bowling um, by grabbing an audience member and like throwing them into these people, you know, it, like I will never buy a P Lander Z CD, but you better believe I bought the P Lander Z DVD. Right. So that, that kind of gives you an idea of like what kind of band they are. Um, and so I, I saw that and I really wanted to make Lords. Um, something where you'd, you you wouldn't miss the show and you would also definitely, definitely buy the CD. Um, so, you know, that, that was kind of the impetus behind that. Yeah, that, 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 that sounds great. And that sounds like a really fun live show, yours. Yeah. Um, I'd like to attend someday. I'll try. <laughs> Maybe. When you get big enough and you can do the legendary South American tour, then I'll, I'll be sure to be there. Well, hey, we're, you know, we're already doing uh, Europe this year. So, I mean, if that if that goes well, I mean, the other continents are not out of the question, we'll say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure South America would eat that up, too. Yeah, the I whole so. thing. Yeah. You know, as long as it's fun and it has cool music, everything works down here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um. We'll we'll go a little more in depth into the festival now, I guess, since especially mm -hmm. since we started talking about the pyrotechnics and yeah. all the excitement around that. So, uh, what you you already said that you know you wanted to start with Mad with Powers, showcase all these uh, local to regional level bands that you think are awesome. Yeah. How did you like? What was the how much how much work went into uh, Mad with Power One? Um, you know, it, it wasn't. It really wasn't a, a a lot of extra work, um, which is which is a weird thing to say, I think, because a lot of people think about these sort of fests and they, you know, they, they, they think, oh, my gosh, that must be just insane amounts of work uh, for you and, and, and all that sort of stuff. Really, it was the Mad Power One was a lot like booking, you know, maybe two shows sort of a thing. You know, it was it was, it was us and five other bands or six bands total. So it was um, and, and we kept it mostly local. Right. So it was it was kind of regional. The first the first uh, Mad With Power, we had two bands uh, from Madison. It was us and another Madison band. We had two bands from Milwaukee and then we had um, two bands from like a little further out. 
right? So I think the farthest out we went was Ohio. Um, and, and the reason for that was I saw a lot, I've been to a lot of festivals, a lot of smaller festivals that in their first year or even in their second year, they try to just like go nuts and they start like, they start like a three day, three day festival with like 30 bands, right? And it's year one. And they think that these bands are going to pull in, you know, caravans of people from, from their home states that are going to just, you know, fly out to like, say, I don't know, California and, and, and go to this festival. And it, it really doesn't work that way. You kind of have to build the brand and you have to build the momentum. You have to like let people know that you exist before you can move things into like two days and three days and have like, you know, 50 bands and porta potties and all that sort of mm -hmm. stuff. Right. You can't just go for broke right away. Right away. It doesn't usually work that way that, that well. Yeah, definitely. So, so we started small and, um, and it, and it really wasn't all that big of a deal. Like we, you know, I, I had the backline, I had uh, cabinets and we had a drum set and all that sort of stuff. And we, and so, um, we just booked the bands. They were all friends. So we just, you know, kind of talked to them and said, okay, here's what's going on. Here's what we're going to do. Um, I I'd say for, for year one, the biggest, um, hurdle was finding the arcade cabinets and getting all of the branding together and doing the shirts and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, year one wasn't, wasn't that bad. And, and we had, we had like 160 people in year one, which was, which was pretty, pretty decent. You know, the, the capacity in the venue was like 300. Mm. So, you know, so it, it wasn't full, but it wasn't empty, uh, yeah. by any means. Yeah. Um, and it was a pretty successful year one. Uh, and then year two last year, we, um, decided to, to do the festival on the same day or, or to sort of do the festival alongside of our CD release. That's smart. Um, so we released yeah. shadows from the past and we did that specifically so that we could get people through the door for the CD release, but then be like, Hey, this is a yearly festival. And if you like pinball and arcade games and a bunch of these amazing bands, you should put this on your calendar and like, know that this is happening every year. And, and it seemed to, it seemed to work. Um, for sure. Uh, and, and year two was insane. <laughs> um, I think year, year two was the, the hardest I've ever worked on any festival or any show ever. Um, and I think it was mostly because I was an idiot and decided to release a freaking CD on the same and do all the Kickstarter, you know, prizes and all the, you know, everything that, that goes along with releasing a CD and also release it, you know, on a festival that I'm also running. So, you know, I, I'm doing all of these crazy prizes for Kickstarters and, and, and getting like, you know, custom made bottle openers and like pirate flags and, you know, four foot tarps. And I don't, you know, like whatever the hell we were selling, I don't even know anymore. Right? <laughs> but, uh, but then, you know, and then also I had to deal with all the ticketing and all the, cause we, so we do our own ticketing system. Like we homebrew that. Um, oh, because I, because I hate uh, convenience fees like with a burning passion. Oh yeah. You know, I yeah. hate going to a website and thinking you're going to be spending $20 to go to a fest and it ends up being like 28, you know, it just, oh, I hate it. So I said, I'm going to take the hit. Like I'm going to make my own ticketing system and I'm just going to, you know, we, we take a hit of about 50 cents on each ticket just from PayPal fees. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's, that's a hit that I, that I take, um, and you know, for, for the principle of the thing. Right. So, so it was that it was, it was keeping up with all the ticketing it was doing all the shirts. It was doing, um, all of the prizes related to mad with power and all of the prizes related to a, a Kickstarter and a CD release. And also at the same time, we were multi-track recording the entire festival and we had, oh. um, like a four camera setup. Uh, to video record the whole fest. Jesus, that's great. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of work, but it, it yeah, great. it was. And um, and then also I, we ended up doing um like a little interlude metal opera where um myself and the singer uh, Nina from A Sound of Thunder we did uh La Traviata. I saw that. Woo! Yeah, I saw that. So yeah, <laughs> so that was that was really fun. Um, but yeah, it, so it was like it was an insane amount of work and um. I, I really felt it, you know, at the time we got on the stage, I think it just kind of all, all the stress just sort of hit me all at once. And, you know, I, 
I everybody said we did fine. I felt like we did kind of like a B minus, you know, like I wanted it to really be an A plus, you know, for the CD release. And so this year, I think I, what I've learned is, you know, like I have I have limits. <laughs> yeah. So so this year I'm not releasing a freaking CD at the same time uh, of doing it. Um, but at the same time, we're I, I'm putting a little bit more thought and resources into uh, into a lot of the publicity behind the event. And also, I want to make sure that we have way more cabinets and pinballs and all that sort of stuff than any year prior. So we've got we've got 20 cabinets confirmed right now. So we should have, um, you know, 20 different things. And a lot of the arcade cabinets are going to be rare ones. So there's a couple of arcade cabinets that there's only one of in the world oh. uh, that that is going to be at the festival. So huh. sweet uh, question. Do you have five player X-Men? uh no that's too big uh, that's fair <laughs> i'll probably have like four player i'll definitely have four player um teenage mutant ninja turtles all right and i'll and i'll probably do four player simpsons um those are close but, enough the classics but, you know yeah oh yeah five player x-men is like the holy grail in my opinion oh yeah with the, the two like any, the two giant any, screens uh any arcade worth its salt that's <laughs> five player x-men i agree i agree yeah, but um, so, you know, the, this year it, it's nice because um, a lot of the a lot of the resources and a lot of the things like, the, you know, it's our third year. So I know kind of what to expect. I know when I need to get things done by. I have a real big list of stuff. There were a lot of things have already been checked off. Um, and, and we have you know, we've kind of established ourselves. We have vendors for, you know, for the the booze and we have vendors for the arcade cabinets and we have, you know this and that and the other thing um and and again a lot a lot of the just like years prior right a lot of the people that are playing are are people that we know you know are, are friends um so like you know like judicator and helian prime i mean we're all we all chat with each other we're all friends we all you know hang and send each other you know stupid memes and stuff like that so you know like we're close you know um and nova rain is you know close friends with helian prime so we're kind of like friends by proxy and that kind of stuff. Um, the only people that we that we sort of didn't directly know or directly hang out with was actually Theocracy. And uh, we ended up, uh, it was a friend of a friend or like one of our fans ended up being friends with them. And he said, oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll call him up and ask him. <laughs> sort of a thing. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah. You know, as long as he says you're cool, I mean, yeah, we'll come play. So, but yeah, the, the it, it, it's not, it's not, it's a little bigger logistically. It's not anything as as bad as last year's. I think the big thing right now for us is really just getting the word out and getting those tickets sold ahead of time. I have about I have about 50 tickets to sell uh, before I break even with all the stuff that I've you know invested. And, I, and I'm very confident that we can do it. But at the same time, it's like it's just sort of hanging, you know, like a like a sword over my head. It's like, come on, come on, please buy those tickets. <laughs> so, so, you know, yeah. everyone go ahead now and buy those tickets because please this do. is a great festival that if you can attend, if you are close or you're in the country, I guess it's worth it. It's probably worth it. So go buy. Those and we tickets. have we have next year. We have next year almost completely booked as well. Already. So sweet. Yep. Wow. Yep. Um, so yeah, go to madwithpowerfest.com. Tickets are 20 bucks for all, for all you can play arcade and pinball, uh, and a bunch of amazing power metal bands. All of the, like I said, all the cabinets are going to be on free play. We're going to have a bunch of, you know, really cool people. Shang Sung's going to be there. Uh, madwithpowerfest.com. Go grab those tickets. It's going to be a super, super, super fun year. Yeah. I, you know, in terms of music, this is like, this, this is probably my favorite year, the year I'm looking forward to the most so far. <laughs> But yeah, next year we have a we have, you know, we've got a, a couple of people that uh, I I don't know. I, I don't know if I can officially I don't know. I don't think I can officially announce yet um, who is going to be at Man with Power next year. Um, I will I, I will probably announce at least a few of them at the fest kind of prog power style. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, but I need to get, you know, hard yeses and um, and like contracts signed before I can be like, OK, yeah, of course, you know, so obviously, so, yeah. Uh, what I will say is that if people have been um, paying attention to Lords of the Trident and to let's just say maybe the general company of more famous 
bands that we hang out with slash do things with. That's a big hint. Um, you might know who the headliner of next year will be already. Mm. <laughs> and it's a big one and it's a real big one. And I'm super, super, super excited about it. I, I, I've wanted to do this specific headliner since year one. And I think we're finally going to make it happen. So great. Great. Looking forward to, <laughs> to yeah, the big reveal. Big tease. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people can start like trying to dig and figure it out. Place your bets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, do, you, do you have anything else at all that you're looking to plug right now before we well, wrap up? Yeah, I'd say I'd say for anybody listening out there, um, you know, if you if you want to help support um, my band, but, you know, I'd say bands in general, uh, if there's a band out there, a, a, a mid tier band, a lower tier band or even, you know, even maybe a more famous band, who knows? Um, go check to see if they have a Patreon. I know Powerful has a Patreon, right? So go yeah. go check out. Type in, you know, powerful, powerful Patreon. It'll probably get get you to it. Right? I think it does. Or, the, or, or they'll put it in the liner notes. Um, but, you know, honest, honestly, um, we we survive as a band um, pretty much, you know, like I said, 90 percent off of Patreon nowadays. So if you're at all interested in helping us, uh, you know, put some gas in, in the in the Tridentmobile, I mean, go go jump on. And for a dollar, you get a whole ton of of cool stuff we do specifically for the patreon we do uh an acoustic a fully mixed fully mastered acoustic song every month uh of one of our one of the songs that we've written you know like a we do acoustic metal remakes basically so we do that every month we have a trident cast every month we do two episodes of fangs metal beer club every month and this is just for the dollar right the dollar patreon uh backers um and we also do we we also have like perks for higher tiers too we we send out two to three free t-shirts a year for people depending on what your what tier you're in we send out demos for the people who are in the higher tiers and we actually live stream video and audio all of our concerts for the people who are in the two highest tiers so they can so anytime we're playing anywhere in the world that has wi-fi uh we live stream our shows and they can just watch from the comfort of their own house uh, their own uh, couch and we live stream it fully mixed so it's not it doesn't sound like you're holding up your phone, you know, in the middle of a concert. It is completely professionally mixed. We also do bootlegs of every single show that we do multi-track capture of all of our shows and we uh, we mix them down. So we have live live bootlegs for everything that goes out again to the to people that are just pledging a dollar a month. So for a buck a month, you get a heck of a lot from from our Patreon. And uh, and I'm sure, you know, the powerful guys would also uh, love your pledge as well. So go check them out on Patreon. And if you haven't picked up the latest Lords of the Trident album yet, do that. Shadows from the Past. We've got physical copies as well as vinyl available on our website, lordsofthetrident.com. And we did release our first acoustic album, our fully, our fully acoustic album that was um, that was put together for the Patreon people. That's out as well. And then I guess finally the the Raptor Command album is out too. And I think physical copies are going to be shipping. Well, phys physical copies have already shipped to, shipped to the Kickstarter backers. But I think physical copies are going to be available very soon. You know, if you want to see me like sweating in leather in like a desert in California, uh, <laughs> type, you know, type Raptor Command on uh, on YouTube and, uh, <laughs> and go watch those videos. But yeah, you know, lots lots of stuff is happening right now. Um, oh, and check out our metal metal bands react to pop. Put that into uh, into YouTube and have a laugh. We've got two two episodes of that out right now. Mm. Yeah, it, and so there, there's a lot, always a lot happening with us with Lords. So just follow us however you want to follow us: Facebook, Twitter, whatever. And uh, yeah, and you hopefully won't be disappointed, <laughs> <laughs> especially if you have a tattoo of us. <laughs> yeah, Lords Lords is one of the uh, busiest bands around. I think. Well, there's always yep. stuff coming out from these guys. So be sure to check them out, support them. Yeah, please check check them out. As Ty said, if you like a band, see if they have a Patreon. See if they have any way where you can support them besides just buying the albums. Even if maybe you're not a person that buys albums, which there's a lot of those. So maybe you can find out, hey, they have this Patreon thing and you can give them just $1 out of your pocket every month or something like that, which is you probably lose a dollar every month under the couch anyway. So <laughs> it's not a big difference. 
And since we're on that, we do have one too. So if you want to send us a little change, that'll be great. If you can't, that's perfectly fine. Just like, subscribe, write reviews, share with your friends, and send us music to listen to. Yeah. And I'm on your Patreon. I saw you guys got some new recording equipment recently, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah, we're yeah. going to do its maiden voyage uh, next weekend at the Avantasia show in uh, Anaheim. Oh, that is excellent. I hope you're, I hope you're planning on bringing some of that out to uh, Mad with Power. You can get some yep, obviously. You know, interviews on the street, man. Yep, we're, we're <laughs> planning on plan. something there, and we're hoping maybe, God willing, something out of Prague Power. Oh, that'd be mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we, we, we will now, like we did last year at Prague Power, we just recorded out of a phone after the, the shows. And now we will be a little, a little better sounding. We are new recording. <laughs> yeah, there at, at the, the very least, at the very least, we'll have a not so raw, raw power from Prague yeah. Power. Yeah. And then fingers crossed to corral some bands or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. So thanks a lot, Ty, for joining us for this nice conversation. And at least Andrew will see you again. I can't see you again, but we'll talk a lot. Oh, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you guys having me and and, you know, I'll come back anytime. And yeah, it's it super fun. And we got we got one more request for you. Can you yep. wish everyone out? Uh, tell everyone to stay powerful. Yes. Everyone out there, this is Fang von Rathenstein from the most metal band on Earth, the Lords of the Trident. And I, I demand that you stay powerful. Boom. Great. Stay powerful. Thank you. Ha, ha, ha.